Welcome to today's episode of the Move Your Body Differently podcast. I am smiling ear to ear right now because I am so excited to have a very special guest on my podcast today. And of course, I love all of my guests that come on my podcast, but this one was probably my favorite, hands down. And I'm unashamed to say that because it is my husband, Chad Darty. He is on the episode today, and we are talking all about health and fitness for my marriage, husband, wife perspective. He is answering a couple of questions that some women posted on Instagram for him. If you have a spouse or significant other, this would be a great episode to listen to together or listen to it and then send it to him and tell him to listen to it in his own timing. But it really is packed with so much information, so much encouragement for wives, for marriages, and for husbands specifically. So take a listen and then send it to your husband and have him listen as well. And I will see you in there. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to, not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Are you ready for a healthier you? Are you tired of the endless cycle of quick fixes that don't last? Introducing the 15-minute health plan call with me, Shayla, your seasoned health and fitness coach. In just 15 minutes, you get personalized guidance to break free from some old habits and achieve lasting results. You can say goodbye to shortcuts and hello to a healthier, happier you. In this call, you get to walk away with one to two action items to immediately apply for your health and your fitness journey. If this sounds like something you're interested in, then schedule your call now and start your journey to a better you. Don't miss this opportunity. Your health is worth it. Hey, Fit Family. Welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. Today, I have the most special guest of all, which is my husband, Chad, on the podcast with us today. And we are talking about all things health, fitness from a husband's perspective, family perspective, all kinds of things. I had people on Instagram submit questions that they would have that they would like him to answer, but then also ask questions on behalf of their spouses. So we have a Mm. quite a variety of things to go over today. But if you want to introduce yourself. Yeah. Right. right. (laughs) Uh, my name is Chad, like Shayla said, and uh, 
Um, yeah, I'm a middle school pastor at Olive Baptist Church. Uh, so at the might, time of this recording, not that we're changing, but yes, hopefully this, this is our could be forever church. Yeah, who knows where the Lord leads. But you might be thinking, well, what does he have to do anything with fitness, and why is he here other than I'm the love of her life? <laughs> other than the fact that he supports my entire yes, health and fitness that's business. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually have a background in health and fitness. Yes. My undergrad was in exercise science or kinesiology, which sounds way cooler. Fancier. Way fancier. Definitely. So I'm a little, I dabble in mm-hmm. health and fitness and have a little bit of background in that. So Yeah. And you were, <laughs> what were you going for before the Lord called you to ministry? Uh, yeah, I was going to do physical therapy. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to do physical therapy. And then I realized, thankfully, the Lord began to change my heart or lead it towards ministry because I was like, whoa, I don't have the GPA to get into any kind of physical therapy school. Because you definitely now you have to have a doctorate for that. Yeah, you have to have a doctorate for that. And well, if I graduated with a exercise science degree, pretty much the only thing I could do was be a personal trainer. Yeah, be a personal trainer. Because you have to get certificates, be athletic trainers. Yeah. So those are some other options that would have kept me on, but. Yeah. So when we met, we met in seminary at Southwestern Seminary. Both of us went to go get our master's. I've talked about this a little bit before on the podcast, very first episode. But when we met, just tell them where we met, how we met. Yeah. So as my memory goes, we'll see. (laughs) You can correct me if I'm wrong. But primarily, it was kind of just through this at the school in seminary. We there was a CrossFit class, yeah, and that they would do on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I believe. And so every Tuesday and Thursday, I had a buddy of mine that kind of conned me into going. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't enjoy that type of working out. Like I didn't like CrossFit. I didn't know that. No, yeah, I just I wanted to lift heavy. Yeah, <laughs> and so and I did, I hated cardio, so I was like, this sounds awful, but. <laughs> You were there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we met in early 2014. Yeah. Early 2014. And. Sorry, my class. Yeah. I remember we met outside the class because you were carrying a bottle I a was, jug yeah, there was a of season, water. There's a season where I thought it was super cool. Why? I also just wanted to be very well hydrated. And so as oh, opposed to going on the fad of giving a na- getting a Nalgene or something like that, I just had a Which gallon we have- of. Uh, several Nalgene's, FYI. Would you like me to carry around a gallon of water? No. Right? Okay. So, so we, but yeah, I would carry around a gallon of water to make sure I got my gallon a day. Yeah. And I thought that was so weird <laughs> when I first met him because he was just carrying, I mean, obviously going into the class, but still he was just carrying around this gallon of water and I just thought it was super silly. But we met that way outside waiting for the CrossFit yeah, class. Yeah, waiting for it to start. And I was sitting on a table. You were. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just hanging out. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then during class, one of the classes, I apparently complimented. Yeah. You. I, I, I wasn't even like interested in you at this point in time, but I don't know why I just like, I remember you saying this, we were doing, uh, power cleans. I don't remember this at all. Yeah. We were doing power cleans. And you you commented on my form. You said, "Oh, nice form." And in my mind, I was like, "Yeah, that's right." I think, but I don't know why. Like, I just stored that in the back of my memory. I was like, "Oh, she complimented my form." Obviously, because I'm like, you know, trying uh-huh. to be macho. I'm sure, but you specifically, 
I, I tucked that away and I remember that. A little that. golden nugget. Yeah, a little nugget. uses now. Uh-huh. So I remember when, it was probably a few weeks after we had met, you were still going to the CrossFit class. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking in my mind, so we're at seminary, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a single girl. I There's a lot of single guys. And I was like, I, <laughs> I literally, I was like, I cannot marry anyone from seminary because I'm going to be in full-time ministry. <laughs> and if he's in full-time ministry, then we're definitely going to be poor yeah, for the rest no of our way. lives. Yeah. So that can't ever happen. And so I was, you know, hoping to meet someone at the church I worked at or something. <laughs> but I do remember thinking in my mind, this brief thought of, wow, he would make a really great husband one day. And then in my own mind, I chastised <laughs> myself for thinking this. And I was like, what is wrong <laughs> with you? I can never have that thought about anyone at this seminary ever again because I cannot marry a pastor. And lo and Holy behold, Spirit speaking to you in that little moment. Yeah, he did indeed. <laughs> and then, so that was early 2014. We didn't really connect again until, I mean, we kind of, we knew each other off and on. You actually knew my roommate more so because yeah, you guys she, were both in youth ministry labs. Yeah. yeah. So you really knew my roommate, my roommate more mm-hmm. at the time, but then it wasn't until summer 2015 mm-hmm. that we became more friends and well that's when i began to wait outside your class to <laughs> to to try to get an opportunity to talk with you basically and, stalk me oh well yeah that's no. that's harsh no but, uh, yeah it wasn't stalking <laughs> I just didn't notice. No, yeah, you did all. not. And you were always so, you had to like book it right after that class every time. That's because so I, I had to go to work yeah. in Arlington, which was like 35, right. 40 minutes away. And so I'd be like, oh, hey, Shane, how's it going? And you're like, oh, good, good. bye. Yeah. And Hi, bye. Like, oh, man. So, but every, I'd see that little blue car Honda of yours. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. I'm going to go out. <laughs> in hopes of a conversation. In hopes of a conversation. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you weren't going to the CrossFit class. Anymore, no, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because when you, by the time... Well, you weren't either because you also broke your foot. Oh, I was still going. To the CrossFit club? They adapted the workouts for me. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I have videos of yeah, me I'm doing sure herpes with a boot and a cast. I'm sure I would have gone to the CrossFit class if I hadn't known that. <laughs> yeah. I just thought you were a regular, normal person. No, so... <laughs> she would... Who would say, oh, I have a broken foot. I'm going to pause for a little bit. Yep. Nope. No. <laughs> no. If you listen to my podcast, we don't press pause in my life. But <laughs> well, I, yeah. I know that now. <laughs> I had broken my foot summer, late summer 2015. And I was in a cast for several weeks. I, bro- I actually broke it working out. Not that that's typical. It was just <laughs> what a weird yeah, set of circuits. It was a freak accident yeah. that happened and just happened to be while I was working. <laughs> like it could have happened anyway, but. I was in a cast for, I think, four weeks, and I still did stuff at home. I'd still do stuff at the gym. And then once I got into the boot, I went back. I I think I still went to the CrossFit class, but once I was in the boot, I was in the CrossFit class, and they just adapted things for me (laughs) with my boot. Like, I I have pictures of me rowing with my boot on and, like, cast and, like, doing, like, kettlebell. Now it all makes sense. I guess I just just didn't know you back then. Yeah, yeah. So then when you finally asked me out, it was... Two weeks before you were going to graduate and move to Tampa. Mm-hmm, for full-time industry. <laughs> industry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he asked me out to coffee and mm-hmm. I told him that he... I asked him if he knew I was leaving. 
like, oh, yeah, that, that doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like, I'd really regret it if I didn't ask you. Yeah. And then. And honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. My, when you were leaving the gym, my back, like, I, I, I didn't see you leave. Ethan was the one that saw you leave. I put Ethan. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that was, dude, 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 dude. And you pointed, and I saw you, and I just took off. I didn't think. I just went. And I was already in the parking lot. Yeah, you were like, yeah. You're so fast. I'm always going somewhere. Out of breath. Yes. But I asked you out, and you said yes, despite all the things I had going against me Mm -hmm. in ministry, you leaving. I was like, free coffee. Sure. Why not? At the end of that day, I remember that was your that was your big win. I was like, oh, I got free coffee and I didn't have to focus on school. I'm yeah, like, of course, finishing I was like, up. Oh, she's in love with me because we talked forever. And I'm we like, did. That yeah, was yeah. We closed the place down and talked for like two more hours outside. Yeah, yeah. It's like five hours a day. It was. It was actually a really long day. It, it was very very fun. And then I texted my sister the next day and told her, "Wow, if I was staying here, I'd probably date him." And <laughs> didn't, didn't think about it again. But then the Lord, you know, had all his plans. That's right. Yeah. Worked it out. I moved to Tampa. He ended up moving to Lake. Yeah. And then I four ended months up, later. Yeah. Getting to have the opportunity to go to Lake, which is about 45 yeah. minutes away from Tampa. Tampa and if so, you're not, yeah. You know, Familiar you know with Florida. Geography of Florida. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we ended up, we were dating long distance for a little bit. And then, I mean, we still were technically with Lakeland and Tampa. But then once he moved to Lakeland, it was. Yeah. It was pretty official, yeah. and then we were engaged by September of 2016 and married, married by, by February of 2017. Yes. So coming into our marriage, one thing that I would say we have the advantage that a lot of couples do is that we both were leading healthy lifestyles mm-hmm. before we got married. Yeah. And so if there's anyone listening who is not married, mm-hmm. most of my audience is, is women who are married, but if you're not married... Now's the time. Start building that. Yeah. Start building that healthy and fit lifestyle now so you can come into your marriage with that. But I will say that is an advantage. So we don't struggle in some ways that other couples do where sometimes one couple or one person in the couple has a healthy and fit lifestyle and the other person doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this this hard dynamic when they get married or they get married. Neither of them have a healthy and fit lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, one of them, usually I will say... The man's usually the first one, but maybe not. In some situations, he starts going to the gym, mm-hmm. working out, doing that kind of thing. And then the wife doesn't. And then, or it's flip-flopped, whatever. One person's seeking that right. uh, healthy and fit lifestyle. The other isn't. They're on different pages with mm-hmm. it. Or they just don't understand each other like and understand the the need for it as a couple together. And so that's really the first question that I want to ask is, from your opinion, I mean, I talk mm. about this on the podcast all the time, right? <laughs> like why we should prioritize this as women. Yeah. But as a husband, as a spouse, as a man, why is prioritizing health and fitness as a couple yeah. important? Yeah. Whether you've come into the marriage with that lifestyle or not, or right. if one is pursuing it and the other isn't, why is it important to get on the same page with it? I think one of the biggest things, and and I guess we never had to... Like you said, struggle with yeah, not being on the same page. But I just know, like from the get go, it was always like we were a source of encouragement for one another, like super encouraging. Like we'd go, you know, on, on dates. Like we'd sometimes begin our because I'd have to spend the whole day in Tampa. Yeah, we'd begin our date day mm-hmm. by going, going to the gym. Yeah. yeah, and doing a couple's workout. And we didn't have kids then. Yeah, we didn't have kids <laughs> then. And 
then we'd go and you'd like cook breakfast or something like that. And so I don't know, there was this, but there was this encouragement um, that was very present or this in, like opportunity to say, hey, let's go do this. Like, mm-hmm. so we're on the same page. The encouragement was there. And I think that's the biggest thing. One of the biggest things for couples is just to have that sort of encouragement mm-hmm. to to push one another on in those health and fitness goals and habits. And so that was like always super easy for us. But I know sometimes when couples don't have that, I think that's the first thing to kind of begin to seek is just like, I need, I need some encouragement. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's you as a spouse who is into health and fitness encouraging your spouse who maybe isn't mm-hmm. say, hey, how about you come work out with me? Mm-hmm. Now don't put them through the reader and say, yeah. let's go run five miles. Right, right. Like, let's do a couple workouts. This would be super fun. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. uh, so that would be, that's probably the, the biggest thing. Um, because another thing is too, like, I think for, for husbands and wives, like fitness isn't a hobby. Yeah. Fitness is is a habit. It's a it's a lifestyle. Preach. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and now husbands and wives, they need their own ha- hobbies, yes, right? Hobbies. Like, yeah, to, something to do your own, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's this. I do like to do this. Like some guys like to go play golf or whatever. And so like, and that's good. It's yeah. good to have time like to yourself that you are doing. Mm-hmm. But physical health is an opportunity to commit to one another mm-hmm. that you're in it for the long haul. Yeah. And to to kind of like a promise to be able to be physically capable to spend time with your spouse and your family, like have that mm-hmm. physical opportunity to say, hey, like I don't do this simply as a, as a hobby. Mm-hmm. I do this for, for you. I do this for our kids so that we can spend time together doing things. Yeah. And so there, you need that encouragement from your spouse to make it more than just a hobby mm-hmm. or to do it together. Yeah. And you need to make it a habit together. Yeah. And a lifestyle. And, and I think another thing is like to make it fun. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be a drudgery. Like a couple workouts. Yeah. We yeah. do couple wads, workouts, or little competitions, right? I feel like there was like this, I feel like this one time we did a date where I think it was just out in the backyard. It wasn't like a legit uh, workout but it was like we were doing like olympics or something like that do you remember that at victoria manor i made oh, little medals yes yes yeah, yeah yeah we like yeah i do remember it's that. just like little little fun things yeah. and and cheap yeah super cheap yeah and uh and by um, cheap it didn't cost anything but ink and paper i think right. yeah so just do little things that that are just your own thing but you come together yeah and, and you just occasionally do that Every now and then together. Like, mm-hmm. we don't always work out together. Right. Just, especially in the season yeah, of life. Like, right it just now, yeah. doesn't work out. But... Like, we don't do the same workout. Yeah, we don't do the same workouts. We don't work out hardly. We don't work out at the same time. Not as much anymore. But... Not right now. Because yeah, not I'm, right now. I'm pregnant. Right. So, my schedule has shifted. Yeah. Chad's schedule has shifted. Like, and I say schedule, I mean, our morning routines mm-hmm. have shifted. And so... But when I'm not pregnant, usually I am working yeah, out. Yeah, you're in there, but in we're not the, doing the same thing. Yeah, and working when I say we're working out, we're working out in our home gym. Yeah, in our- we have dumbbells, not a lot. We'll talk about that a little bit later, mm-hmm. though. But one thing that I do want to mention, too, and just ask, throw this out there, with encouragement. So I think of it when if it's the wife who is building this healthy lifestyle, it it often can feel like, 
mostly with food, not necessarily always with exercise, but it can feel like begrudging to try and like bring the husband on board. Yeah. And like, I have to get my husband on board to mm-hmm. this. You know, I've heard that so many times working with women of like, my husband's not on board. He doesn't want to eat healthy mm-hmm. like this. He doesn't want to do this. Like in that scenario, what, what are great ways to approach that to the husband and yeah. talk to the husband about that in a way that's not condemning them either yeah but yeah, also yeah. like hey we want to get on the same page here yeah i desire this where how do we how, how can we build this together mm-hmm. instead of like oftentimes it's just for women one. yeah who i work with they're they don't want to have to cook separate meals and that's what they've had to do for their families mm-hmm. in order to reach their health and fitness goals mm-hmm. is because either their spouse oh. or their kids those kind of things and they're like i just almost every single client who comes to me they're like i just don't want to have to cook separate meals for myself yeah. and i'm like you definitely don't have to and we work through that in our coaching together but helping how do you from a husband's perspective mm-hmm. what would be a great way to approach that yeah. as a wife maybe i guess if you came at it as a, a sense of like well, one just communication yeah right just just saying hey here is here's what and why i would like to do it Mm-hmm. And and hopefully the why, right? Because a lot of times you come in just the what, you know, there there's there's not a whole like like let's have more broccoli. It's like well, right. I don't like want more broccoli, give me more cheese, right? Uh-huh. But cheese on the broccoli. <laughs> yeah, right? Compromise. Well even then then right? Like maybe and so there's this and then it's not was maybe it's not so you, you set expectations, the what and the why, but even that compromises like, yeah, begin to find this balance. And not maybe go all in, mm-hmm. like try little yeah. things, like yeah. maybe say, hey, what if we did like. Instead of cutting two- out everything. Yeah. Like, we're no longer doing dairy. Right. Which yeah. I would say, sorry, finish that and then mm-hmm. I'll have another question. Oh, yeah. I was going to say like, you know, hey, maybe a couple meals a week. What if we try these healthier options mm-hmm. together? And then, then you begin to slowly build that habit. And so it's it maybe starts to compromise or just options. And then. I think you start slowly into that and mm-hmm. then hopefully building it together. Yeah. Cause guys can be stubborn. Right? Yeah. So, you know. I think it comes down to like what you said to communicating and yeah. communicating in a way that your own spouse will understand mm-hmm. too. And cause I think too, even if it's the husband who's building the healthy lifestyle and it's like, Hey, if it were me, like obviously yeah. I had this healthy lifestyle before right. we got married, but if it were me and you were like, Hey, why don't you come do a workout with me? I would be like, absolutely not. <laughs> You know, that sounds like torture, but then also, why are you guilting me into this? Do you think my body doesn't look good? You know, like, and then I go off on this whole train, right? And that's not at all what the heart was behind it. But like you were saying, communicating, hey, this is why I want Mm -hmm. this healthy lifestyle. Like, you don't have to do my workout. Like, you don't have to do any any of this. It's just, I want us to be able to, lifelong, we're looking at our identities, right, in Christ of, this is who I want us to be as a couple when we're 50, when mm-hmm. we're 60, when we're yeah. in our 70s. Like, right. when we want to be traveling. We want to be seeing our grandkids if yes. they don't live near us or our great-grandkids. You when know? I think even that, like the bigger picture, right? Mm-hmm. If you focus in on like, it's like uh, like just a meal, right? It's like, we're just going to start eating healthy. I'm like, well, you know, that, that's the what. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that, it, to me, you know, when you just present it that way, it's like, I just eating healthy, like that's not enjoyable. Yeah. But like you said, when you're like bigger picture, say, hey, we want to be able to like have a lifelong or a lifetime 
enjoyment of doing things with kids, grandkids, mm-hmm. going places, like being physically capable and healthy enough to go do that. Uh, okay. Well, then it starts to make a little bit. Yeah. Moves the fog from mm-hmm. makes a little bit clearer. And it makes those smaller choices. Like, like you said, yeah. not going all in. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to go on. If you listen yeah. to my podcast for any amount of time, <laughs> you know that I am mm-hmm. like the all in is not biblical. Yeah. Let's just say that. And I'll post some links to some podcasts in the show notes. You can go and listen to those episodes and see why I don't believe the all in method is mm-hmm. biblical, but it doesn't have to be all in. Like mm-hmm. even just, and I think too, that helps with communication and expectations like you're yeah. saying to begin with of like, okay, maybe we just switch out. We make some swaps yeah. or maybe we're just, we're instead of eating out five days a week, mm-hmm. not that, you, you know, this is an exaggerated example, yeah, yeah. but like we only eat out four days a week mm-hmm. or lunches. Like what if you take your lunch right, yeah. once a day, mm-hmm. like once a week to work yeah. instead of eating out all five days a week, that yeah. kind of thing. Like making those small manageable bite-sized changes Keeping the big picture in mind also helps you see in the big picture, okay, all of these little steps matter, yeah. and we don't have to cut out everything or go all in. Mm-hmm. I will say when we first got married, though, I didn't drink milk, and so I never really thought about this. You did. Mm-hmm. You're a big cheese and milk person. Mm-hmm. Big time. What? How did we <laughs> How did we change that? Or like, because we don't really, I mean, we have some cheese now, some, yeah, some milk, some and now our kids are both allergic to dairy. I just feel like... I just I think it was like, just slowly over time, or yeah, I maybe. just like never. I'm the one that grocery shops. Yeah, I was going to say, you grocery shops. So and I planned the meals. did not buy milk and cheese. <laughs> so I said, oh, this is life now. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> we were newly married, we were, too. So what yeah. a time to do it. Right. Couldn't really complain too much at that point. And also, how far into our marriage did we do Whole 30? I saw, I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To me, in my mind, I it was like a couple right out the gate. No. And I was like, what have I done? <laughs> no, I remember we did Whole30 early in 2019. Okay. And then like January of 2019. Okay. And then, I don't know. Well, because I was paleo. Yeah. That was the big thing. Yeah. But I think we did talk about that and we yeah. made the choice when and, we got married. And even still, like my, I mean, I, mean, I will eat anything. But I'm also very keenly aware of how I probably should do a little bit better eating wise. So <laughs> yeah. Anything that you suggested, I was like, okay. Well, and they were all tasty meals I made yeah, without yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you're a great cook Yeah, with healthy, healthy meals. So Yeah, I try to be. So. Win-win. Yes. So, okay. Imagine breaking free from the frustration of quick fixes and finding the clarity you need in your unique season of life. My 12-week transformation package is all about empowering you to have a successful health journey for the Lord, yourself, and your family. We'll unpack your top goals, create a personalized strategy with rhythm dials for adaptability, and provide you with a 12-week action plan tailored to your life. No matter what season of life you are in, we can make health and fitness work for you. It's the key to sustaining lasting success and prioritizing your well-being lifelong. Let's chat and transform your journey today. You can book your 12-week transformation package with the link in the show notes below. We're talking about this and just a couple more questions with this episode, but I'm just going to throw this scenario out there. And this is a scenario I get a lot from women. And whether it's they've tried one of my challenge groups in the past, they've worked with me. Well, if they're my one-on-one clients, then they're, they usually stick with me pretty long term. Or like my SD Fitwell app or, you know, whatever I've offered in the past and currently. 
they they're trying it they're like okay budgeting wise or like i need to ask my husband i'm like mm-hmm. okay but i mean i get that having that communication yeah. all of those things so she wants to try this new fitness program mm-hmm. and she's like i don't know if my husband will let me if if he'll let me do this quote unquote or he a lot of times these spouses or wives have tried a lot of variety of things invested in them their spouses have supported them with that investment and maybe there's no fruit from their labor and the husband's worried like okay is this financially even worth it because you're not sticking through you know you're not actually following the plan and i will say it's a lot easier for a husband to follow a plan than it is for a wife because there's a lot you're taking care of the home you're Mm. doing there's a lot more emotional labor mental labor all the things going on but if so wife convinces him to purchase a program purchase app and then six to eight weeks in something happens she's not using it to the fullest capacity Mm. husband's like you need to go cancel it because you're not using it like it's this this mentality of if you're not using it you need Mm -hmm. to lose it kind of thing what would your what would you encourage even husbands yeah. in that kind of situation? Because that's a little bit out of the wife's control. Right. Or, yeah, yeah. It, or it could be, I don't know, it could also just be an excuse to press pause very easily because it's like, well, my husband doesn't think financially it's worth it. It could very much just be like a reason to say, no, I'm not going to, I'd like to press pause and this is why yeah. I'm pressing pause. Yeah, yeah. So it could be an excuse, but then how how could a husband better support mm. his wife and encourage her through that because life's going to get busy. Right. Yeah. If she has kids, if we, you know, kids are going to get sick, she's yeah. probably going to get sick. She probably has a ton of things going yeah. on. And if something happens and she's not using it for three, four weeks, yeah. and it's this, let's say it's just a monthly subscription like the SD Fit Well app, like what mentality wise for a husband mm-hmm. or things to even ask yourself as a, as a spouse, a husband, what could, how could that situation be turned around for the better mm-hmm. for the betterment of the wife to be able yeah. to build this healthy lifestyle? Yeah, Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So I think first off, right, I think it is a necessity of the husband to affirm his wife that she actually is wanting to do something for her personal fitness and health. Mm-hmm. Right. So. So just kind of begin, you know, silver lining. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is is say, okay, you, you're wanting to do something. Yeah. Right. And that's awesome. So mm-hmm. uh, the affirmation and the approval and and let that first look into that be your your main your main main thought, right? Instead even just, if mm-hmm. even if in the past she's right. That's yeah, happened yeah. several times before. Right. And there's been not yeah. great follow I mean, through. Thankfully, right, right? Even if there has been that time in history. the past. Yeah, mm-hmm. history. At least there's history. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And at least there's a desire for the future. Yeah. To continue in that. Mm-hmm. And and also, like, okay, so you may have talk, talked about this on previous podcasts. Like, it's also sometimes it just takes trial and error to figure out what, wor- what works. Yeah, for your lifestyle. Um, for your lifestyle. So anyway. That's just side note. But yeah, mm-hmm. approval or just affirmation. Yeah. Affirmation that she's wanting to do something. Secondly, I think it is also a very hard look into our own lives, like the lives of the husband, mm-hmm. like an introspective look in what what are we doing? 
-hmm. Like, what is the husband doing to improve his own personal fitness? Mm -hmm. And what journey is he on? So I think the husband needs to take a look there, like, because there's empathy Mm -hmm. in this area. Mm -hmm. Look at taking a look back at what has worked for you, what seasons you may have gone through that were difficult or Mm -hmm. you had to press pause or maybe you were willing to put financial burdens on Mm -hmm. to right and yeah Yeah. and and so so i think it's an introspective look into what your own journey is now like you said earlier maybe the husband doesn't have a journey Mm -hmm. so i think the the battle is going to be a little bit harder Mm -hmm. if that husband doesn't have Mm -hmm. a personal journey because he might not he might not be able to, yeah, Yeah. late. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, but, but I think it's also, so, but then there's that clear communication of, of the why from that, the what behind the why, as we talked about earlier. And, and thirdly, kind of last little bit would be like reality, life happens. Yeah. The reality needs to set in for a husband. The husband needs to realize that, that life happens. Mm -hmm. Personal fitness and it is, going to have to take a pause sometimes right or, or, or not shift. A, a shift yeah, like yeah di- a you'll shift. have to dial back yeah, yeah not not a pause but like because of life like and whether that is like a day a week a month right yeah. or even there's an even a longer season maybe just not a pause like you said not a pause on physical fitness but just a hiccup in routine mm-hmm. like having a baby yeah like having a baby <laughs> like we're currently while yeah. we're recording this yeah and when this episode comes out, most likely when this episode comes out, but, mm-hmm. you know, we're about to have our third kid yeah. and we're going to talk about this in a different episode, but just even the the changes that had to be made after our first kid, mm-hmm. you know, and after a second kid yeah. and then now after a third kid, like that's going to look different because, yeah. and but we're not pressing pause on it, but we are having right. to dial things back, yeah, dial things back and figure and... out different routines yep. that can help us still stay active, but mm-hmm. it may not look like four or five days a week working right. out, yeah. you know? And, and so I think understanding that because life happens, things are different. And so that may not be a solid routine in, in the husband's eyes. And also just, just like I said earlier, programs take time. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a slow kicker process. It's not a microwave process. You're mm-hmm. not going to get kind of what you want in a, in an instant. So and so so I kind of some some I want to summarize it into this right. Support leads to empathy. Mm. Empathy leads to understanding. Understanding leads to encouraging. Mm. Right, and so that's, that's kind of good. That's, Take notes. Mm-hmm. So, if your husband's not listening, get him to listen to this episode. <laughs> so husbands need to be supportive. Yeah, and when you are supportive, husbands, you are empathetic to what is what's going on in your in your wife's life, like what she wants, her goals, her her desires for this for physical fitness. That empathy will lead to for you to have a better understanding. And then when you understand better, you're able to encourage her. And so maybe that does mean like, wow, okay, so uh, I see that we're going to have to make some, you know, this is going to go a little bit longer or, you know, we're going to have to continue to pay in this. But you know what, if that's what you would like to do and and I know that there's this little hiccup right now and it's going to look different than what you originally thought it was going to look like, we're we're in it, mm. you know, we're in to win it. And so, yeah. Yeah. And so two also... I'll ask this and then I have one more question, but with even thinking about it from the perspective of having kids at home, you know, we've talked about how 
you know, having that healthy lifestyle, looking at it big picture, it's it can be really easy, especially as young married couples, or even if you 10, 10 years, 10, 15 years, it if you're having if you've had kids, you know, and you weren't always leading that healthy and fit lifestyle, mm-hmm. like you finally get to this point where you feel like you can build it, all these yeah. things. But I think even if you have younger kids, it's thinking too, like you said, having understanding and empathy. What if, you know, you can't go to the gym mm-hmm. that like what can at that point a spouse do to help the other person succeed? Because mm-hmm. I feel like what I see so often with this question or with this statement of my husband won't let me do it. I've tried all the things. Mm. I nothing. I've never stuck with anything, which also puts guilt on the wife. Yeah, and also leads, you know, keeps them in this pause button mentality or this all or nothing mentality. Mm. They have to prove to their husbands that they can stick with it long term. Otherwise, financially, he's not. He doesn't want them to support mm. it. But what can instead of this use it or lose it mentality? Like, mm-hmm. hey, if you're not using it to the you know to all the extent that yeah. I think you should be using it to. Yeah. Like I, I know that comes back to communication, but mm-hmm. what are some ways that the husband can support that and be empathetic toward that yeah. to help encourage her to use the program or the plan or the app or whatever it is. Yeah. I think maybe one of the things is and maybe this is like communicate I know you mentioned communication, but like what are what are expectations like does the husband expect the wife to like is okay by you know six to eight weeks you should this should be what it is yeah and to say whoa, whoa, whoa okay that expectation is not we're not the same we're not the same yeah your yeah. expectation is way different than what mine is mm-hmm. because the wife will have a better a clearer uh, view, I think, of like, hey, you're just a great, a better planner than I am, yes. right? <laughs> and so, but but saying, okay, but you know your your body, you know your the what's going on in in your world, mm-hmm. and you may have a much clearer expectation. Say, okay, six to eight weeks, that's that program length, but I know that it's going to take this much longer. Yeah, simply because. Man, the kids have this going on at school. There's this happening this weekend. Yeah. And, and then sickness. And then sickness. Yeah, yeah. And building in like, hey, and then these things are probably going to happen. Yeah. So I think a expectation, not of what the program says, mm-hmm. but what your life, you know, cycle and things and what are happening in your own family which will 95 percent be busy all the time totally (laughs) and so sometimes guys are like i read that that's what it is this is what should be yeah yeah so just saying clear expectations hey this is this program is this long but in reality it's gonna it's probably gonna be like this yeah are you are you okay with that yeah yeah and and saying and then begin to talk about yes you know let's work towards that Mm -hmm. and so and understanding Mm -hmm. that yeah and i think too along with that like you were talking about the encouraging Mm -hmm. one thing that you you've never guilted me in my health and fitness now of course i have had this this lifestyle for Mm -hmm. much longer than most women but I think that one thing you've always done is even if I've gone for a walk, you know, like Mm -hmm. early in in this third pregnancy, I was 
pretty nauseated a lot and it it was really hard to exercise but if I like went for a walk that day even if it was just up the street you're always like wow like that's awesome and it wasn't it wasn't tongue-in-cheek right it was like the reality of no like I'm I'm really glad you were Mm -hmm. able to do something for your health Mm -hmm. and I think even the spouse just encouraging even if it's one I think this question has also been twofold. Like it's not all on the husband, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's definitely not all on the oh, husband yeah. to be like, let me help you get your healthy and fit lifestyle. But <laughs> right. it is, it, there needs to be that communication, that understanding. Mm-hmm. But I think too, as a wife, understanding that little things can up yeah, and getting ourselves outside of that all or nothing mentality of, well, I had these expectations for myself. Maybe it's not even the husband that has those mm. expectations for the wife. Yeah. Maybe the husband honestly doesn't really care. Yeah. But also doesn't understand mm-hmm. what the wife is battling. Yeah. And I think so often as wives, we can battle these silent, these silent fears or these silent lies that mm-hmm. if we can't do X, Y, and Z in certain amount of time, mm-hmm. then then we aren't worth it. Mm-hmm. Like we're not worth a $30 program. Right. You know, even if we only do one workout a week, that's amazing. If yeah. you do one workout a week, you know, with this program or whatever, I think we have a hard time seeing that that is enough. Mm-hmm. And I think in turn, maybe that can feed a bigger lie that Satan yeah. has for women that we aren't enough and that we aren't doing enough. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of women can relate to that struggle. But even having the husband encourage, like, wow, like, yeah, you did a five-minute workout today. Right. That's great. That's better than nothing. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe don't say it like that. I don't know uh, if they're sensitive, but if the wife is f- sensitive, but even just having that small encouragement yeah. of, and and I think that can also help build the wife's perspective of, Okay, he's not expecting me to have this yeah. figured out in six to eight right, weeks. Yeah. He's not, he just wants me to, like, if this is what I want, he wants me to be able to do this. Usually I feel like spouses want that for right. Like yeah. husbands want that for their wives. They want their their wives to to feel healthy, feel good, have energy. Mm-hmm. But like you said, communication, I think, is the big thing and communicating yeah. expectations. And I think wives being vulnerable to admit, yeah, like if I like, are you okay if I can't get four workouts in a week? You know, right, like yeah. if you feel like you need to ask that question to your spouse, ask that question. Yeah. Like, are you okay because we have little kids or because, you know, I know this is a busy season coming up with minute, you know, mm-hmm. for us with ministry. Like, are you still, do you see the purpose in what I'm doing? And mm-hmm. I think that's where we as wives can get lost, not mm-hmm. lost, but we can give ourselves a hard time yeah. because. We're like, well, if I don't see the purpose in what I'm doing, how is my spouse going to see yeah. the purpose in what I'm doing? Yeah, yeah. And just as a side note, like there's always purpose in what you're doing when you have something, when you're doing anything big or small for your health and your fitness, it isn't all or nothing. It can't be all or nothing that isn't sustainable. Yeah. Like you have to, like you were saying, build that sustainably, mm-hmm. but have that open and honest conversation yeah. about it. and. Like, hey, if I don't get any workouts done this week, are you going to be disappointed in me? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to feel like it's not worth it? Or am I putting all of that pressure on myself? Do you even care? (laughs) Like, at the end of the day, do you really even care? But maybe, you know, maybe because I feel so bad about it that we're spending this money on it, you know, like that because I feel so bad about it, that makes me think you don't want me doing it, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just this cycle of not understanding or communicating effectively and building a really good health and fitness plan. And yeah, as a final question, because I am currently pregnant and going through this this is our third one. 
Mm-hmm. How can husbands be there for their wives during pregnancy and postpartum? I kind of just threw that out there too. Yeah. Oh, you know, that small encouragement that you give me during yeah. my my pregnancy. But how what are some other ways like even with healthy eating? Yeah. You know, because you want to be eating healthy, or if they have gestational diabetes, right. like or they have you know, with my second one, we had some, you know, I had an issue with my pregnancy. I was high risk pregnancy mm. and we had to adapt some things. And, you know, what can what can spouses do to support their their wives during time? Yeah. So I think one of the things or I don't know, guys are like me. I don't know. I'm, I, don't, I may be in the norm. I may not be, but it can often I feel like be easy to have the mindset for guys to to, to look at their wives and, pit and think, well, that's your job, mm. right? Like uh, you, the focus of, of, of you, wife is the kids and the home and stuff like that. And I got my job. Mm. So it's just like, you have yours, I have mine. And, and, and I know for me, it was like personally, right? With Everett, our first kiddo, like I began to retreat mm-hmm. back to like and really hone in on like this is yours, this is mine, and I think that was just because it was it was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Also um, new, I'm sure. Yeah, it was new. I, I, I it was a new dad. I didn't know yeah. what to do. So and I think that was the thing. It's like I I went back to what I did know, mm-hmm. and 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 what I understood and what was comfortable. And, but here's the thing, right? Like what I began to learn, learn is that you and our family, like you're worth sacrificing for. Mm. Ephesians 5, 25 says, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Like that is, and and I began to see my relationship with you as uh, an opportunity to like live out the gospel, Mm -hmm. right? That was the very epitome of what christ did he laid down his life for us and even when we didn't deserve it and like you deserve you deserve my love like you know because you're not my enemy right you're enemies of christ i would yeah. never call you my enemy so so if, if jesus did that for us i sure is want to want to do that for you and so so in this right this is me speaking out of mistakes and mm-hmm. things that i've done and i'm still learning not perfect well, yeah. still learning right but three kids and hopefully i begin to make, yeah. some, make yeah. some improvement word, word. yeah so, still learning so I've, i think some things that i've learned is one like i just i, I need to listen to you mm-hmm. husbands need to listen to to their wives and be patient, be understanding. You or was well, I'll say you, but I say like wives in general. Like mm-hmm. you may be struggling with the way that your body looks, mm-hmm. or the weight being gained through pregnancy, mm-hmm. or even postpartum, like not losing the weight yeah. as you had hoped, or it's not it's not leaving as quickly as you wanted. And, and, and the fitness routine that you did have has been completely derailed or possibly like, I say eliminated, but yeah. totally, yeah. but it's just, it is gone. It's not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and just, and then there's just also the emotions yeah, that the you're hormones. dealing with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think just listen, be patient, be understanding. Um, that is so, that's so crucial for husbands in that time of, pregnancy and postpartum 
Another thing is for me, as I would, I would encourage husbands to do, especially like postpartum, take time off of work. Mm-hmm. Like just take time off. Things can wait. Your family needs you. I know that one of the biggest things that I did, I just took another, I took two weeks. Yeah, with our second. Yeah, with, our, with Hadley. I just took two weeks. I should have taken two weeks with, with our first. Our first. Yeah, our first was a little hard. And, but that was also when I was, I was struggling too. Mm-hmm. I just was like, I retreated back to, yeah. to what was normal. But I learned, mm-hmm. I grew. So let's take two weeks. Yeah. Maybe this time you'll get three. Oh, <laughs> third baby, three weeks. That's let's all go. my vacation. Anyone <laughs> on staff is listening. Uh, but, but take time off. And so what that means is, like, I will have Which, to... just side note, with being in ministry, uh, you actually don't get paternity leave yeah. in most churches. Most churches. So in a corporate job, usually a spouse does get one to two weeks or more. Yeah. Uh, I've heard of some people having up to six weeks, eight weeks. In other countries, they get like three months. <laughs> right. But in America, not so much. So that that is a little bit different being in ministry is that there is no paternity leave. Yeah. You have to take vacation. You're right. Yeah. And so, and you know, and then ministry still goes on. Like, yeah. I don't have someone who can like step in. So I have to, so with that, right, whether you're in ministry or whatever it is, this in the secular world, the workplace, like for me now, I have to, I will need to start now and have been like, I need to plan and prep for those two weeks mm-hmm. that I'm not going to be there. And right now I don't know when that's going to be. Yeah. So I can't be like, Hey, can you? step in and teach mm-hmm. for me on this Wednesday. And it's like, well, I don't know when that Wednesday is. And so just, mm-hmm. just kind of, but thankfully I also have a staff like team yeah, and, and, and people who are, will be more than willing to bend over backwards to help me. I'm sure mm-hmm. when, when the times come, time comes, but, but so all that being said, like take time, mm-hmm. like take time off of work, be there in that time. Cause I mean, the baby's going to need you. Wife's going to need you. The other kids. The other kids, kids. right? They're going to need you. And it's just going to be a time. And so hopefully I also have some support to come in and help you in that time. But depending on your situation, but, but you, that, that's going to be a a time when man, man, dad, you just need to be home. Mm -hmm. Just be home. Take time off of work. Be present. That's, that's, and, and so that's another thing too, right? Yeah. You can take time off of work. You can physically be present. You can physically be present, but maybe not mentally, emotionally present. Yeah, yeah. And so that's, with that, that's really the biggest thing is just be present. Mm -hmm. Let let your wife rest. Let your wife recover. Mm -hmm. And so be present. Take take time off work. And And let her know it's not an obligation either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As wives and moms, Mm -hmm. it can be easy to feel like, we're obligating our husbands to do quote unquote our mm-hmm. job with the kids. Right. When we've just had a baby. Right. When well, there's that whole mentality <laughs> of like, yeah. this is your job, this is yeah. my job. Yeah. And but that's your not team. the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to health, fitness, nutrition, um, one I'll say that I was like, you weren't you weren't like this way. I wish you were, but <laughs> I so wanted I was like with our first kid when you were pregnant first i was like uh-huh. listen it can be 2 30 in the morning if you need a you need a milkshake girl i got you because mm-hmm. we both know that i'd be getting two milkshakes yeah one yeah. for him one for me fortunately that never happened never we had 
pizza rolls uh, and bagel bites for a season. Very short. Doritos. But that was, you have these like little spurts of. It's like one I'm one and done. <laughs> I eat it over the course of the week and then I'm done. I don't know. I just always had envisioned in my mind like you leaning over to me in the middle of the night and saying, I eat a Sonic's 24 hours, right? Right. Yeah. Never happens. Never happened. But anyway, so with with that, like, husband, like for 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 you, like you're, I know, I know that eventually after after baby's here, mm-hmm. like you have the desire, the goal, get back into your regular what you desire as a fitness routine, and I think for husbands, like allow your wife to get back into her fitness and new nutrition routine at her own pace. Yeah. Life's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and by allow, you mean like give the opportunity. Yeah, give the opportunity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I allow you. You have my permission. <laughs> not be happy. <laughs> no. Yeah. But uh, some no. husbands, that's their mentality. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, so sorry, like words, right? Mm-hmm. Um, give your wife the space to Yeah. Don't pressure, you know, let her set her own pace mm-hmm. for for what, what she wants to do. And yeah. how she wants to get back. Yeah, and I think even something that you did too, especially after Hadley, our second, was you gave those opportunities, but you were intentional about giving me those opportunities. Mm. It wasn't like, hey, yeah, you should probably wake up at 5 a.m. to get that done before (laughs) like the day gets started. It was like, no, like if it's a Friday, because you work Sunday through Thursday. Mm -hmm. So for us, Chad has a Friday off most of the time. If it was even a Friday or a Saturday morning, you'd be like, hey, how about I go take the kids for a walk? Mm-hmm. New baby too. You know, after baby's yeah. been fed, whatever. Like, how about I take them for a walk or take them outside to play? You can yeah. shower, sleep, <laughs> work out, whatever you want to do. You know, even having that space that mm-hmm. being given the opportunity where, you know, sometimes I ask for it and yeah, I've yeah. gotten better about asking for yeah. it. And I think as wives, we do need to ask for that sometimes because our spouses are more than willing to give us that. They just don't know what we need. Mm. They can't read our minds, which we feel like they should, right? (laughs) But they can't. And so, but that's one thing that you over the years have definitely done a great job of is like giving me the opportunity Mm. by when you're home being present Mm -hmm. mentally and physically, Mm. but then also when you're home and you know you have like a couple hours mm-hmm. you can hey i'm gonna take the kids somewhere or yeah. i'm gonna you know take the new baby for a walk or you stay here and whatever it is you want to do you yeah. know and that's taking care you know that is taking care of our health in a way postpartum especially if we have hormones going on mm-hmm. i struggled with anxiety and depression postpartum yeah. of kids the first two kids and so giving just being given that opportunity it not feeling like an obligation to you and knowing okay no he wants me like he's giving me this Mm -hmm. it's a gift honestly it's a gift and it's a gift of that i can choose what to do with yeah and i can choose to take a nap for my health or choose to take a bath or shower (laughs) also for your also for my health (laughs) and maybe wash my hair while i'm at it you know that's always a longer shower to wash your hair <laughs> as a woman, but you know, or work out and or yeah. work out and then shower. Right. And yeah. then that, wow. you know, these short workouts, <laughs> plug the SD Fitwell app, those relentless grace workouts <laughs> I'll be using postpartum. But so, yeah, I think all of that is great. And that is all of the questions for the most part, I think, on how marriage and yeah. prioritizing it as a couple. And just to recap, 
it all comes down to communication and expectations and mm-hmm. and the big picture mm-hmm. and reminding as a couple, even dreaming of who yeah. you want to be and taking the time to do that as a couple with kids, without kids, whatever that is. And knowing that whatever steps you take, communicating, having clear expectations on both sides and being open and non-judgmental on both right, sides yeah. too. Mm-hmm. To hear and understand and empathize and then also help encourage one another in those areas, I think is great. So yeah. thank you so much for coming on today's hey, podcast. This is super fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everything that I've mentioned will be in the show notes below. And yeah. I get I to come back, right? Yeah. He gets to, you'll get to hear him in, in some future right. episodes. So y'all be on the lookout. <laughs> Thanks, FitBam. Hey, FitFam, it's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.